Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. It has been a blockbuster year for, uh, sorry, week for M&A activity in the oil and gas sector. Shell reached a deal to sell its interests in onshore fields in Egypt's western desert this week for up to $926 million to UK producer Ken and its Egyptian partner, Sharon Petroleum. The deal is part of Shell's divestment program aimed at honing its focus on key high-margin upstream plays and pumping more funds into renewables. Specifically, it wants to free up capital to invest in its projects in the Egyptian offshore, where a number of major discoveries have been made over the past six years. Ken, meanwhile, is looking to diversify its portfolio through an entry into Egypt and expand the role of gas in its production mix. Ken has agreed separately to sell its interests in the Katcher and Kraken oil fields in the UK North Sea for $460 million plus uncapped contingency payments, depending on oil prices, to Aberdeen-based Waldorf Petroleum. Both Katcher and Kraken are past their peak, and Ken is anxious to swap them for more prospective projects elsewhere. Meanwhile, NEO, backed by Norwegian private equity group Hitech Vision, has struck a deal to buy fellow North Sea producer Zenol Petroleum for up to $625 million from fund manager Kerrigan Capital. The deal comes just weeks after NEO reached an agreement to acquire ExxonMobil's UK North Sea assets as well, and a mere nine months after it bought some total assets in the region. NEO aspires to produce 90 to 100,000 barrels of oil equivalent per day by 2022, compared with its current output of 30,000. As Wood McKenzie notes, the UK is currently one of the hottest M&A uh, markets globally, with agreed deals this year already exceeding those reached throughout all of 2020 in terms of value. The recovery in oil and gas prices and a less uncertain market outlook have driven this increase in deal making. In neighbouring Norway, state-owned Equinor and its partners have reported striking oil in the Barents Sea following a string of exploration failures in the frontier region over the past year. The companies drilled a well near Equinor's Johan Kastberg oil project and made a find estimated to be between 32 and 50 million barrels of oil in size. It is likely that the discovery will be tied back to Kastberg. This will help improve the economies of the project, which is due on stream in 2023, a year behind schedule and above budget. The discovery also bodes well for Barency exploration prospects in general. Equinor and others have drilled a series of dry wells over in the frontier region over the past year, dimming prospects for its further development. Next on our top list for the week, Turkey's government is planning to unbundle dominant state-owned gas importer Botas, the country's energy ministry has told Natural Gas World. Turkey's electricity market is already deregulated, but gas market reforms have been stymied by the dominance of long-term import contracts, which carry inflexible terms. About a third of the contracts are due to expire in the near future, however. While Botas will be unbundled, Turkey has ruled out privatizing the company. Moving to Georgia, OMV Petrom, the Romanian arm of Austria's OMV, has signed a production sharing agreement to explore the country's Black Sea shelf. The Black Sea has, of course, yielded a number of major discoveries over the years and is largely gas-prone. Most recently, Turkey reported a major find in its waters late last year. Production is underway at fields in Romania, Ukraine and Russia, and Bulgaria is preparing to develop deposits as well. 
However, Georgia is yet to make any discoveries of its own, and nor has it drilled any wells in modern times. OMV Petrom is due to start studies at an offshore block this year in preparation for a large 3D seismic shoot in 2022. Georgia produces only very small volumes of oil and gas and all of it onshore. Offshore gas development would help the country reduce its reliance on imports, namely from Azerbaijan, but also Russia. The country lacks any gas storage capability, so this reliance on supplies from its neighbours makes it vulnerable. Lastly for this week, China's state-owned Sinopec has announced plans to build 1,000 hydrogen refueling stations over the next five years as part of China's energy transition. The China Hydrogen Energy Alliance projects that the country's demand for hydrogen will be close to 60 million tonnes per year by 2050. China, the world's biggest automobile market, rolled out fresh policies to support hydrogen fuel cell vehicles late last year. The country already has 7,000 hydrogen vehicles in operation. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next week. Thank you.